It is the meeting point, and as mentioned right at the beginning, we are focusing on the shutdown essay, depending on the hashtag that you use, the crisis that we're seeing in our country on multiple fronts. Yes, we had the conversation with Ziandan Karen, uh, focusing specifically on issues of uh, security, but what we do know, and at least I believe, that the issues that we are confronted with and what contributes to what we're seeing is deeper than you know what what you could argue we are willing to admit and in looking at what could possibly behind be behind uh, these processes we joined on the line uh, by uh, professor lindy heineken who's a lecturer in industrial and political sociology in the department of sociology and social anthropology at stellenbosch university prof thank you very much for agreeing to be part of the conversation good evening good evening to all to you and to all your all the listeners Prof, they, there are plenty theories right now around what could possibly be, be behind the protests. There are some who say, yes, it's because of, uh, you know, anger around the imprisonment of former President Jacob Zuma, others speaking of uh, just pure criminality. But one also cannot ignore um, the fact that we have as a country been living on borrow time, if you will, because of the level of inequality and poverty that we are seeing in our country. What's your analysis of what's going on right now? You know, I, I always think a very good analysis is to turn to the sociologist um, Johan Galton, who talks about what is the causes of violence. And what, he, what, he's, what he's actually a peace theorist. And what he highlights in his theory is that when we experience incidences of direct violence, as we see now, where where property is harmed, where individuals are harmed, is that there's always underlying structural and cultural causes responsible for that. And I, I think... I think, you know, the causes of this violence is well known to us. You know, there's underlying structural causes. I think for me, um, being a university professor, I think the, the most basic is the lack of education. The lack of access to education affects one's survival and future life chances. And many of the youth in South Africa are, fear, are experiencing a sense of social isolation. In terms of culture, um, um, our cultural violence um, that, that Johan Galton also highlights in his triangle of to try and understand this triangle of violence is that we in South Africa have got a culture of violence, and that is that to to resolve conflicts and to resolve problems within society, the way we approach this is through violence. And this is endemic within society, and unless one starts addressing this this culture and having a different repertoire of skills in terms of how to deal with our societal problems, 
we're going to sit with the situation for quite a long time. I think it's so important, uh, Prof, to just stay with the cultural violence. And the reason why I want us to stay with that a bit Mm -hmm. is because I want to make sure that there isn't a misunderstanding of what you are saying. We, We also, unfortunately, we live in a in a in a in a world and uh where someone's words can easily be twisted because uh, if somebody's listening not attentively and they hear cultural violence they will think that you are referring to the culture of people and that some mm-hmm. people their culture speaks to violence no, no. and yes. no 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 i know i know that's not what you're saying and, and i'm yeah. deliberately zoning in on it so that we can be very clear as to what you are talking about when you speak of cultural violence and what was being referred to by the peace theorist? Yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. When I refer to cultural violence, it's got nothing to do with ethnicity or culture or whether you're black or white or whatever. It has got to do with the way you are socialized in the way that you have been raised. I mean, if we look at the high levels of domestic violence within society, this this is not something which is new. It is it is it is endemic within households because we've got a very patriarchal, almost a militarized masculinity that is endemic within South African societies. Um, so it has got to do with your way of how do you deal with specific problems, and if your skill set is designed towards, okay, well, then we we address it through violent kind of actions, then that is going to be your approach to problems. And this is what we have seen um, here. What role does poverty and desperation, which one cannot take away from a person, because that is their reality, what role does it play in an environment such as what we have now where there mm. is an opportunity to acquire something, whether it is food or something that I can sell in order to buy food? A- absolutely. And and this comes back to, again, um, what, I mean, I don't want to sound as a completely ivory tower academic here, but what Goldman describes as structural violence. And this is that when people in society do not have, have equal means to be able to secure their livelihood as well as survival, that this can lead to what we see as direct violence. And what we see here is the youth of South Africa is experiencing an extreme level of social isolation. They don't have the, not all youth have got the access to education, access to, which gives them access to employment, to give them access to other resources, including health care, housing, you name it other services. This ultimately the frustration that builds up as a result of that, that they are not be able to survive within the the present 
structural constraints within society, mm. then leads to high levels of frustration, ultimately aggression, and ultimately violence. And and this is what we are seeing in South Africa. And it's it's very interesting, and I want to mention this, that one of my master's students recently did a, a project in a community. I live in a West Coast town. You will all know it, often in the media, Sildana Bay. And we did a skills and assets um, um, project amongst the youth. And you'll be amazed what skills and assets the youth actually possess without formal education and without um, actual formal employment. And we are not, we are not, um, how can I say, we are not harnessing the potential amongst our youth sufficiently to be able to address the issue of youth unemployment, which is, which is actually symbolized by the violence that we are seeing today. Prof, we do appreciate you making time and painting this uh, picture for us. Uh, thank you very much for being part of the conversation on The Meeting Point. A great pleasure. I can speak to you all night about this. Yeah, most definitely. Unfortunately, <laughs> you've got to go to the news. But I appreciate that Professor Lindy Heineken um, is a lecturer in industrial and political sociology in the Department of Sociology and Social Anthropology at Stellenbosch University. What we are seeing is deeper than what some of us might think it is. And a question that rings true for me, which I have seen being posted and other people have been asking,